All right, well, let's get this goddamn show on the road. Tripped on your own balls. Let's go. Damn. How low swinging do they have to be? (laughs) At least ankles. And the mics are hot, the stream is live I don't want a 9 to 5, but this YouTube shit's in a downward spiral Hey, don't worry, we're never going viral I got news for you, brother. Fucking nobody's watching. Oh, you said you wanted viewers and just already got them. Oh, you said you wanted streamers and just already bought them. And if you hate them, you swat them. But if you don't get killed by cops, beat by bots, or even male and female thoughts, you might just fuck around and land on top. That is, maybe, if you work harder than bro ops. Hello and welcome back to the Bro-Op Radio.Wave podcast, the podcast that's one year old. Woo! Cue the, the balloons and the confetti and the noises. Oh, fuck. Are we really one year old? Yes, dude. This is number 13 and we do it monthly. Oh, shit. I will play us on, James. Man, I was supposed to be the host from now on. I got, we'll start that next time. You, oh, yeah. You, sorry. Let's backpedal. You did want to no, try some stuff. No, we both fucking forgot. I'll do it next time. You, you, you got the first year. <laughs> <laughs> Which means this is where you start. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, 13 does come after 12. <laughs> Let's just start over. Let's no, start. it's too late. This is no, all going James, in anyway. James has already played us on. Listen, let's just roll with it. And I think that uh, talking about uh, YouTube and Twitch is something that we have a unique perspective on, because normally you'd think you'd want to talk to the people who succeeded. But the funny thing about content creation is that being successful in this day and age doesn't necessarily mean that you became successful under these conditions. (laughs) A lot of the people who are already successful on YouTube and Twitch got successful back when the algorithms were different and when, you know, what videos became successful were different. And so if you're really interested in getting into the kind of shit that we do, you might want to ask somebody who has been mediocre for several years <laughs> so that you can know whether or not it's wor- going to be worth it for you and uh, what things that you can uh, do on purpose and what things you might can avoid. Um, so, yeah. Anything you want to weigh in on that? Did that sound about right? Did that sound about stupid? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because um, <clears throat> I, I was listening to um, the Abroad in Japan podcast the other day and uh, it, I've been listening to like their backlog of stuff. So I'm still like I'm still like a year, two years behind, but it accidentally jumped to one of their newest episodes. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just go ahead and listen to this one. And um, Chris was talking about how um, how YouTube has changed since even he started it on it. You know, he's only been on there like, I, I don't know, four or five years, something like that now. 
And uh, he has a super successful channel, but he was just like, yeah, like over the years, I've watched YouTube kind of shift into this like, oh, you won't believe what happens next type videos. And he's just like, I hate I hate having to make videos like that, but sometimes I do. You know, he'll be like, I I met this random stranger on the streets of Japan and you won't know what happens next, (laughs) you know, but like, he's just like, I hate, I fucking hate doing that, but like, you have to nowadays or you just won't get the views. Yeah, and it's fucking terrible. So, um, that's, that's a lot of what we want to talk about today. Um, uh, and I do, we talked about it before we got started about how we want to talk about our experience with YouTube and we want to talk about our experience with Twitch, but I want to start us off with, um, our experience on YouTube. Um, and it's kind of interesting how it's worked out because both platforms are platforms that lately it seems like people won't run both. Like I've, I've noticed less and less people who are running a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel, either they're uploading content on YouTube and streaming to YouTube or they're streaming to Twitch and they're not uploading. But we made a pretty conscious decision not to do that based on our experiences that you're going to hear about today. So um, uh, we got started on a little platform called Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you guys have probably already heard this story, but um, our early videos we didn't make for anybody but our friends. And uh, actually, what's funny is I'm I'm already lying because our earliest content uh, was just shit on a laptop that we occasionally plugged up to a projector and showed to people in a shit because we made the dumbass flash cartoon that's now available on our YouTube channel. And then we fucked around with uh, sort of like machinima Let's Play style stuff and put that on Facebook. And uh, as we realized that people were actually enjoying it, we started putting on YouTube. But um, for years, like literal fucking years, we just didn't know how YouTube worked. So we didn't bother trying to like get our videos out there except for telling people to, to share it, like c- comment on it, like it, share it, whatever. But they just didn't ever go anywhere. And we were like, oh, well, I guess we're not that funny. And uh, then we posted a, a older video an older starbound video on the starbound subreddit and it exploded and it's almost a little fucking embarrassing because even at the time that video was really old like i had gotten a lot better at what i do but that was the one that exploded and uh so i was like okay well maybe we need to start actually like trying to post these in different places but we had already missed the boat we we got started in the fucking era of youtube where you could have a show about an annoying orange and it get its own goddamn tv show (laughs) But we we didn't do anything with that. So by the time we realized we were actually funny, it was already too late and the entire system had changed. Yeah, and I can't tell you how much I hate fucking annoying orange. (laughs) That shit is so beyond dumb. Like, it's it's so stupid. Yeah. But I mean, more power to that guy, you know. He's probably a millionaire off of it, so... The way the platform works now is very much like what you're talking about. Um, Whether or not your content is good almost doesn't matter at all. And that's fascinating. Like, I remember somebody was talking to me and they were really upset about uh, a video they made or a stream they made or something. And they're like, but I worked so hard on it. And I was like, what I'm about to say is really heartbreaking, but it's true. And I don't want you to stop working on this shit. I just need you to know that how much effort you put into it does not equal how popular it will be. Not at all. Yeah, absolutely not, not at all. You, you want to know a big piece of evidence toward that? Go watch any donkey video. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's that's actually something else um, uh, Chris mentioned when he was talking about YouTube the other day. Is he was just like, you know, sometimes I put out these like 
really high effort documentary style uh, videos about like what happened in, you know, Fukushima and stuff. But then like my most popular YouTube video of all time will be me sitting in my apartment trying some McDonald's fries that come with a chocolate sauce that you can't get in the States or anywhere else. And like, it's a, it's a little no effort video, but it'll get all the fucking views. And, you know, that's the thing is that, like, people don't use YouTube the way that they use Netflix or traditional television. But most of us are trying to make content based on what essentially are the rules of traditional television. Like, I'm trying to make videos with a story. And even whenever I make the highlight videos, I'm still kind of making something that reminds me of, like, old um, X-Play skits and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that's not what gets found. What gets found are the resu- re- results of the weird-ass fucking search strings that people punch in, which is shit like food, McDonald's food you can't get in America and stuff like that that the stuff that people google when they're bored yeah you know so that's what's really unfortunate um i know that youtube has tried to change up the way that their recommended content works and i know that it's working because i i know that oftentimes about half of our views are not even from like the places that i share it to they'll be from like people who are browsing youtube and find it but that's another big failure of the platform to me is that that only works within the first like day of the upload. And we're not that kind of channel. Like we don't do daily uploads. So if it's not going to recommend it to you, if it's more than a day old, it defeats the purpose of the way we do content. Now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there for a while I did try to do more frequent content and we realized pretty quick that's not exactly what it is we do. Um, but just looking at I might include some of this in the video version, but I might not just looking at our uh, our channel statistics here. So we have as of the upload of this um podcast we have 3870 subscribers we have been active since 2013 um there are channels that have only been active for a year that have like a million subscribers you know <laughs> like like well yeah maybe like a hundred thousand but maybe like a million let's go look at girlfriend reviews real quick nearly a million they have nine hundred thousand subscribers they created their channel wow in 2015 I take that back. When was their first video? Sort by date added oldest. One year ago. They didn't put out their first video until one year ago. So in the span of a year, they got a million subscribers. And that video has two million views. You know, and really, is again, it's the format, right? All they do is reviews, funny reviews. And there are a lot of people out there trying to do funny reviews. We have an acquaintance on Twitter, um, Yusha. Yeah, we have a, a guy uh, on Twitter that uh, is also a YouTuber that has been putting out high quality, like, reviews of older games for years. He's not going to stop, but they're fucking going nowhere, just like us. <laughs> Like, you know, and uh, whereas this thing, the concept is essentially a girlfriend reviews the games that her boyfriend plays and the thumbnail has always been that like boyfriend meme of the boyfriend looking over the shoulder. So does she actually play games or or are they funny because she doesn't know anything about them? She plays games now, but when she started, she didn't. Okay. Well, see, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. To me. Uh, it's a good concept. I love this fucking show. Um, when I worked for Chrono, I reached out to them and tried to hit them up with that old Chrono deal. But honestly, they were just growing so fast. That by the time I reached out to them, they were already bigger than they were by the time I had the idea. So, but, um, you know, like, that's another big piece of it is like this, this thumbnail shit. There for a while, when you looked up, like, how to make sure that your videos get views, it's like, well, make sure it's got a big ass fucking pog face in the thumbnail. <laughs> like, fucking poggers, man. 
And it's just, um, it's just messy. Weigh in on that. Like, I know you have left the YouTube mostly to me, but what are some of the things about all that experience to talk about? Let me think about it a second. We've, we've already talked about how, like, I don't like how much of a, um, I don't like how much thumbnails matter. Yeah. Like, uh, it, another another YouTuber I watch is a uh, Maximilian dude, and he's he's like he's like the guy that you want to go to to find out about fighting games. Yeah, like he, he's he's basically got that that market cornered. Like if a new game comes out and and they want someone to review it, it's him. Or they if they want somebody to play it, it's him. And like he he also hates doing like the reacts videos and shit. But like that's become basically every one of his uploads now. It'll have him making some dumbass face like oh you know like and it'll be like maximilian watches final fantasy 7 remake trailer reacts or something and, and like it gets it's it's what's bringing in his views even though he hates it and the thing is is that like there's really only two options for how that could possibly go for us either it doesn't work which in the past trying to follow these clickbaity um procedures has not really worked for us and so it's a waste of our time or you know best case scenario it does work and now that's what we do and that's not what i want us to be i like the way our channel is i like our format and the people who find our channel like our format and there is something that i always hate you know i've talked to other b- biggish creators and they are very quick to give what is essentially touchy-feely advice that i appreciate but like it's always like well you know it doesn't matter how many viewers you have and it's just like thanks but it does because you know this is a hobby that takes a lot of fucking time we'd really love to be able to do it like a job like you do (laughs) mr big guy and because we're not getting those viewers we can't so it's a catch-22 and then you know we've we've not even talked about the big ass elephant in the room you know we've talked about how hard it is to get your content in front of people right and i could talk Uh about that all day matter of fact i should probably say one more thing which is what a fucking goddamn uh crapshoot sharing shit on reddit is because um there for the first couple of years of me sharing stuff on reddit i would have people jumping down my goddamn throat about it but it's so funny because they it really just exposes how like big reddit big internet communities like reddit are just fucking gangs of angry monkeys because all you have to do to make sure they don't get mad is give them a little video (laughs) give them a little video that autoplays for them that has subtitles so that they can listen to it with their volume off they'll love it They'll eat that shit up if they don't have to do more than one click. Hell, don't make them do one click because those videos audio play. If they don't have to actually click it, they'll love you. But if they click it and it goes to your YouTube channel, you are Hitler. (laughs) It's so funny now that I've figured that out. But the thing that I really wanted to talk about was um, this fucking copyright claim shit that's gotten so much worse in the past, uh, I guess, year. Um, Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that shit. I uh, I didn't even really think about it until just now because I've got our dashboard pulled up. And uh, since May 5th of 2020, so this only goes back that far. And there were more, but it only goes back f- that far. Uh, today is uh, June 4th. So in the past month, we have had 132 copyright claims. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, hell, like, just, you know, <clears throat> people have their own stuff copyright claimed and have trouble getting it back. Well, like their own music I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about like videos that borrowed five seconds of, you know, 30 seconds to Mars or whatever. But I'm, you know, like actual artists who make their own music will sometimes get copyright struck by random motherfuckers. And and they they have like a really hard time getting it back. 
and and like unstruck and stuff and it's just a bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah that's why like you know uh john trod put a video out a while back talking about this adpocalypse shit and it was around the time when um philip defranco was having to be like yeah if we have a, a story that's particularly serious we have to put it out in a separate video because they're gonna demonetize it and suppress it and that's more than just something for me to complain about that's fucked up like that's extremely fucked up and you know in any other situation you'd say we'll go to a different platform we're waiting where is it yeah like i will gladly welcome anything that could come along and kill youtube and twitch for that matter as much as i love twitch now i, I could talk about this once we move to twitch but like i would love to see them fall yeah absolutely like well the thing is there for a long time i remember you know chase has always been more of the twitch guy you know and i've been more of the youtube guy and chase has oftentimes been like well let's just you know we could essentially stop doing youtube and just do twitch and that's always made me uncomfortable because we have 3870 subscribers but do we get that many views on videos no we're lucky if we have that many views on a video so these people are subscribed to us but they don't watch us why because well maybe because they don't wind up seeing our shit in their feed because we're not a daily channel so if they don't happen to check their youtube on that day it's gone it's gone and they and then they comment later and say oh you guys haven't made a video in a while we make one every month <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? So I am less, I am less like hurt by the thought of leaving because it's empty numbers. You know, it's, it's frustrating. Um, so Artemis in the chat asks, uh, you had said you wanted to see them fall. Why? Cause they're so fucking jaded. <laughs> like, like they'll like, and I mean, I don't mean this sexist at all. We are talking about Twitch just to clarify, right? Yeah. Just, just to clarify, we're talking about Twitch and I don't mean this in any sexist way, but like basically every woman on that platform gets a pass for doing breaking any kind of terms of service and then like any any other bigger male or female streamer gets a pass for breaking their terms of service all the fucking time and then people like us can say you know accidentally let you know, let, let the word like slip or something mm. and then we'll get banned yeah. and, and we we could never ever appeal it just because yeah. they don't give a fuck about us well likewise i sent a uh, i sent a support message once a while back about a video of ours that went missing because i thought i had exported it and i hadn't and it um went beyond the threshold of videos that twitch would retain for us i sent a support video uh, email and never even got a response like i understand if the response is no i understand if the response is no like we can't or no we won't but what i I don't understand at all is zero response at all. So I know if they are not going to answer a petty issue like that and we're so small, then they're not going to answer a fucking banning, you know? Yeah. And like, j just, just speaking of the word petty, you know, Twitch is fucking petty. Like... Like, I know Ninja and Fortnite's not everybody's cup of tea or favorite streamer or even like the guy, but, like, when he left Twitch, they, like, purposely tried to fuck him over. They, they like, tried to ruin his brand, like, his name. They had, like, porn on his channel and shit, and it's, he, he, near, he had to, like, threaten them to sue them to get that taken down because like they just wouldn't answer him he was finally like well fuck this you know i'm, I'm about we about to make it legal <laughs> yeah. like, you know um one of the streamers that i made friends with uh through my former job um he used to work for twitch and he kind of defended them and the way that they handle bands and the length of the bands by saying that they try to factor in what their what their income is and how much they rely on their stream so that the the band doesn't hurt them financially 
And that is so mind blowing to me because it's like you you don't run a company with employees per se. You run a platform for people to self-employ and people are breaking your terms of service and you're kind of trying to like baby them because they're big and because they do Twitch for a living. And to me, that's like the opposite of fair because if a person is this big on that channel and you let them slide, you undermine your own authority that much more because it just increases how nepotistic it looks. You know, it's so mind blowing to me that they're like, well, if they're not big, then they can stay banned because they don't really need our platform. If they need your platform to survive, they should consider reading the rules. Yeah. Like, like you, you couldn't get away with that at any other job. Like it'd be like if I went to work tomorrow and just punched my boss in the balls and he was just like, well, you really need this job to survive. So <laughs> you're you're you just can't come to work for a week. Yep. And, and we're not going to pay you for a week. But after that, we're cool. You know, like. Like, like, get the fuck out of here. And, and who's to say that smaller streamer, if you're the only platform out there that, that someone stands a chance of getting big on at all, who's to say that we don't need you too? You know? Yeah. Well, that's a good enough segue. Um, I know we haven't been talking long enough for that to be the half lay mark, but I'm sure we'll bounce back and forth a while. Um, a couple years into, maybe it was about one year into working on Bro Op, uh, we started working on Twitch as well. And I think this was around the time the, the Starbound video blew up because we were like, oh shit, okay. So I got together with Chase. I was already running the channel with Chase. And we already had several friends who had been on the channel who weren't privy to the background of the channel. And so I got Chase, Rhett, and Ian. I felt like Chase, Rhett, and Ian and me were like the the dream team uh, comedy cast of how I imagine things work. And we tried to start a Twitch channel where we would record for the YouTube channel. That is already like the worst way to start. <laughs> like if you're if you're wanting to start a Twitch channel, I want to go ahead and let you know right now. Our situation was unique because we were a co-op themed channel. So if it didn't work the way we were going to do it, it wasn't going to work. But if you are interested in starting a co-op channel, don't try to start it like us. Do it by yourself. Because like you have to consider that several factors. Number one, if you do make it like bigger, what itty bitty income you make is now split. And so, yes. like, we don't even make enough income to pay ourselves. That's like a Patreon goal. Like, we started paying ourselves a little bit out of it during the quarantine because shit's a little fucked up out there. And I am only starting my new job within the next week. But it, it's not possible to sustain yourself just starting out on Twitch, let alone having to split that up among people. And then also there's this issue of, like, trying to make sure that everyone can schedule their shit out together for something that is essentially a hobby, not a job. Like, how the fuck are you gonna schedule your shit out to try to put on a show when you all have different jobs with different hours it's almost impossible so our experience in early twitch was really frustrating um but i will say in my opinion i don't know a whole lot of people that share my opinion in my opinion twitch got a fucking shit ton better after it got bought out by amazon like i've i've seen plenty of people disagree with that and i'm sure that people that work at twitch disagree with that but just so many features have been added since then that have been really strong positive features that i've really enjoyed yeah it makes me wonder how much of that's even amazon though yeah. like like I, I like i don't you know you know, i don't know if somebody at amazon was just like hey you need to implement this or if they just got maybe a little more free reign once they had new people and they were just like do whatever you want we don't give a fuck well i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna start with the basics okay when uh, well first of all when we first started on twitch this is something that might interest our our youngsters out there when we first started on twitch affiliate didn't exist so you were either just a, a member of twitch like we were at the time or you were a partner and you could have subs and you could receive bits or you, actually bits weren't a thing yet either so you could get subs 
and you could do donations through like third party shit. But we were starting to get a little bitty bit more popular when affiliate became a thing. And then we got affiliate. And, you know, for a frame of reference, um, Tenseken uh, branched off of us and started his own channel and also got affiliate within that span of time. You know, but neither of us in the entire time that that's been have gotten to partner. Um, when you're an affiliate, you can get subscribers and you can get their new uh, their new donation uh, format bits, which we didn't even like at first. But um, I didn't really expect to get subscriptions at all. Like, I was really uncertain of when we were ever going to get subscriptions. But I think Twitch Prime subscriptions made a big difference there. Because if you have... Twitch Prime subscriptions do we even have? How many do we have? Yeah, like, like Twitch can... Prime. Can you tell that? Yeah. Okay. Give me a second. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like Twitch Prime gets used all that often on our channel. I joked about this the other day. It's mostly I like the fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he gives away gift subs like a madman. And so does uh, Jim. Is it Jim the other one? Uh, Jim Silver, yeah. Yeah, Jim Silver gives away a fuck ton on our channel, too. And, like, they basically keep us afloat. And then, of course, the people on, you know, Patreon as well. But, like, just speaking strictly in Twitch terms, like, they throw out subs left and right, which I'm grateful for. But, like, I do wish that we had grown at this point to have some more, like, regulars around. You know, like, I'm I'm always thankful for the people that show up to, um, you know, my streams or Jesse's streams or the, you know, co-op streams on Saturdays. But like, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to see that number get above like, you know, 20 because like 20 is a good stream for us, like a really good stream. We're just like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. OK, so I'm trying to take a look at it now. Um, and I am going to post a picture in the chat and uh, I will also try to put it in the video as well. OK, so this is the past year of bro up and the light blue are the Prime subscriptions. It's more than I expected, I guess. Mm -hmm. It is more. And before we started getting gift subs, which mostly before we gift subs were even really a thing, Twitch Prime subscriptions were about half of our subs. Like, you can see that in some of those earlier months, right? Um, but now, um, essentially, like, these big dark purple chunks now are like these tremendous gift subscriptions that we're getting from our big supporters that are really keeping us going. But it often does make me worry and wonder, do we have a lot of support from a lot of people or do we have an enormous amount of support from a couple of people? Yeah. Trust me, I will accept your financial support no matter where it's coming from. But I also want to know we're doing our job well. You know what I'm Same. saying? So that that is a, an interesting indicator as well. But yeah, like I, I love the concept of the Twitch Prime sub. I love the gift subs and I love the gift sub bombing where like they're hitting it with fucking random people because it really is making people like come out to streams that they wouldn't normally come out to, like streams that they have been to like once. Like I get a gift sub from uh, a couple of channels that I've forgotten about every now and then and I'll swing back by. I was going back through uh, some VODs and I overheard us addressing somebody in the chat who only swung by because they'd gotten a random gift sub and they hadn't even really thought about our channel in a while. Come to think of it, I think it was fucking Jim because Jim has been a supporter of ours, but he had been absent for a while. And then that night that he came in and put fucking a hundred dollars on our Patreon, I think that was a night that a gift sub got his attention. So I love it. I love all of these fucking uh 
features. Um, and one thing that Twitch is doing that, again, like I just finished criticizing uh, YouTube for the way that they suggest content. And like all you ever see are these big ass fucking assholes that all they do are big goofy face reaction videos. Whereas on Twitch, now when I go to my browse page, it's automatically here's some shit we think you'll like. And it's smaller creators. It's mostly smaller creators. And I do think that's cool. I'm curious how well it's working, but I do think that's cool. Very rarely ever use it. I don't know that I have used it, period. Uh, I've seen it a couple times on there, but uh, I, I used to, I basically replaced TV with Twitch and Netflix at one point. So, like, I, I've watched a lot of, of Twitch. And I mostly watch speedruns more than anything. I found a few variety streamers that I really enjoy, but um, I, like ninety percent of what I watch is speedrunning because I I was super into it for a long time. I still love to watch you know GDQ and all that stuff, even though they're they're kind of getting off their rocker a little bit. But that's another story for another time. Um, uh, I I just I love the community of Twitch and everything about it. So. I want us to succeed in the same way that some of uh, some of my favorite streamers are. Because, like, it, I forgot. I did the math one day. And, like, even if we had, I don't know, it, it was some ridiculous number. If we had, like, 30,000 subs or something like that at, at only the lowest tier, uh, we still couldn't like quit our jobs and do it full time because that's not enough money yeah it, it just absolutely wouldn't be yeah. like hold on I, i'm just gonna go ahead and redo that math real quick let's see let's just take thirty thousand subs i'm gonna do it times 249 because okay. that's half of the you know subscription so um that's seventy four thousand dollars a year and that's before taxes are taken out yeah and if we if we split that, that would be less than I'm making a year now. So like it would be worse for me to do that. On the same end of that argument, though, it's something that I would be willing to do. Like we've talked about before about if we did start and we talked about this a lot more when we first started because we thought we were going to grow a lot faster. But if we did ever want to take this seriously, one of us would have to quit our job first and manage that until we were financially able for the other to quit their job. Um, and it's something obviously I would still be open to doing because I'm abandoning my, uh, my college degree earned career. But at the same time, it is also very unreliable. You know, we, uh, there for a while, our uh, performance on videos and, um, and streams was slowly going up. And then we finally hit this point of stagnation where like some streams will have like 25 viewers, some streams will have like 12 and, you know, some streams will have like five. And even if you multiply those by a factor that, that reaches, you know, a high enough number for you to be streaming, if it fluctuates to that same degree, then you've got a really unreliable source of income. Like, yeah, that's that's real spooky. And, and just to be clear or real quick, uh, 30,000 subs is is ridiculous. Like, like that's like that's like ninja or lyric numbers uh, of subs. You know, like like we're, we're we're probably never ever ever going to see that. Like very few streamers see that. You know, like like there, there's probably more nowadays than there was five years ago. But like you'd have to be pulling some serious fucking numbers to have thirty thousand active subscribers every single month and this comes down to the big thing that i don't think a lot of people know like even when i was working for chrono i had to kind of explain this that the the things that you think are the primary source of income for a content creator are probably not 
Like, for example, I had to correct some people that thought the primary source of income for a YouTuber was ad revenue. You might as well piss in a bucket and give it to them. That's ad revenue is nothing on YouTube. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that earlier of how, um, you know, YouTube does so poorly for us. We don't even monetize videos anymore. Like, yeah. Fuck it. It's not, it's not even worth the time. Brett mentioned that while we were setting up for the last podcast. He was like, do I need to make sure I'm careful about my language so you don't get demonetized? I was like, Brett, we get demonetized on every video. <laughs> like, we're, we're over it. And that's why I put some much licensed music in our videos now because i'm like if if i am no longer tap dancing around this then i'm gonna make the video exactly how i want to make it and if it gets removed from the internet well great i won't delete the raw footage until i know and i'll go back and remove that song but ultimately like the content we make is the content we want to make if it doesn't fucking matter at that but um you know what i was really about to get at is that these people are making their money off of uh like actual ad deals with products like sponsorships not necessarily just affiliate partnerships like whenever we were more active with chrono we're still chrono partners but whenever we were more active with chrono it's essentially considered an affiliate relationship where we get a cut of what we sell and then whenever i was trying to contract more people onto chrono some of the bigger people would be like we don't do affiliate relationships you're gonna pay us this amount of money or we're not gonna do it and it'd be you're like, well, fuck. I get it, but we don't do that, you know. And it is that uh, it's very much like getting a job, right? Where you can't get an entry level job without three years of experience. Like, yeah, you you can't get a sponsorship from some like ad deal where you can talk about fucking uh, what's that mobile game? Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. You're yeah. not getting a Raid Shadow Legends if you're only getting two thousand views a video. <laughs> like, so there's there's a huge gap where it's like, how do I get to the point where I can possibly support myself yeah and like like artemis just said in, in chat you know getting a job is fucked uh that's absolutely correct especially in my line of work because i work in it and like every fucking job for like an entry-level help desk thing is like all right you need five years experience you got to be a master in like windows excel all this other shit that's just like that, that that's impossible and, and the trick to that is you got to apply anyway because like they they ask for crazy bullshit but they'll take what they can get yeah <laughs> so if, if anyone listening to this is is going into it that's how that works so just if you th if you think you're you're not prepared for uh a entry-level job and they've got all this shit listed that you need to know go ahead and apply anyway it doesn't fucking matter fake it till you make it you're gonna google everything and if you're in an interview and somebody asks you how you know so and so just go with it because i got a job recently that i nearly blew because somebody talked me up real good that knows my wife and then they were like well i heard you know so and so and i was like nope i've never heard of that person <laughs> <laughs> I may have to edit out the sound of my fucking phone going off back. We'll figure it out. Jesse, use your fucking fix. You ain't got no damn brain. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck on down the road. <laughs> Why don't you walk to Gunnersville? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Give me a <laughs> I'm hanging on. Give me, give me, just, just, hold on, hold on. Keep holding, dude. We're nearly there. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're nearly there. Why don't you walk to that pick up at all? It, it kind of did. <laughs> okay, kinda I put did. it right in my fucking mic, but I didn't know if it would. Speaking of trying to make it big on Twitch, you know, like you had said, we couldn't sustain ourselves even as partners unless we had X number of subs. Um, well, we only even have a lot of subs right now because of the tremendous contribution of people giving gift subs. But if if we were to 
try to get partnered. Like, let's say getting partnered would somehow help our success, which, you know, a lot of creators have said it doesn't necessarily even help. But just to get partnered, we have to meet this criteria. We have to stream for 25 hours and 30, 30 days. And we do that every month. This month, we've streamed for 40 hours out of 25. We have to stream on 12 different days. This month, we've streamed 12 out of 12 days. We typically hit that benchmark. But we have to have an average of 75 viewers. We typically have an average of 10. And the only time we ever had close to an average of 75 viewers was whenever we were uh, streaming chrono games, which they would feature for us. But those are inflated numbers. There's yeah, no those are not real. <laughs> there's no way Twitch would reach out to us for a fucking partnership because you can tell. Like, you can tell those are numbers that are inflated because people are visiting that site. And uh, so, you know, that sucks because, like, we've been two-thirds of the way there for so long, but that last piece is nigh impossible for us to get until we get more rec- you know. I like rating, and I want to build a stronger culture of rating amongst other creators. I want to reach out to other creators, like maybe even using that, you know, you might like these channels feature and find get people we like and try to build up a community of that. Because right now, like the only people that I have rated have been either close friends or girls play TV because I know those guys. But that's really just something fun to do to introduce our fans to other cool streamers. They don't need that raid, but they've been really cool about it. (laughs) You know, yeah, they, they, I would, I hope, I, you know, if, if you guys are listening to this, sorry, <laughs> but like, I would never actually watch them because they're not my cup of tea. Yeah. I, 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 that's I just not my thing. I don't sorry. think they're going to take offense to that. And again, yeah. what the fuck are they doing watching our podcast? <laughs> like, they're probably yeah, exactly, not exactly. time for that. <laughs> exactly. But like, I would never actually watch them because they're just not my thing. So I will probably never raid them myself yeah. if it's not like a weekend. Well, I understand too, because you don't really know them. It's like, the rule that you gave me like why would you do it if you don't really know them yeah you don't really raid people you don't know yeah or at least that's the way it you know used to be but um uh, something I want to talk about real quick before we get too far away from it is, um, bef- you know, before affiliate was a thing, uh, getting partnered was so much harder than it is now. Yeah. Like all the requirements he just listed off were so, so much worse back then. They, it, you had to have like 200 average viewers or, or 300. And I, I don't know about the days and the hours and all that shit, but like it was way, way harder to get partnered back then. Yeah. And, and it's because... Twitch was still growing at that point. Like you could argue it's growing right now. You know, everything's growing right now, but um, it's just, it's ridiculous how many people are on Twitch these days. Like, I've, I don't know if I've said it on Twitch or on stream or not, but like I've joked about this with my nephew because he really, really wants to be a streamer too. like every other, you know, a young boy <laughs> or girl, I guess it doesn't matter gender. But um, um it, it's the new Hollywood. Like yeah. you, you either go out there and make it or you go out there and you come home poor. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only two options. You either get lucky or you don't. Well, absolutely. And, you know, Candy's been extremely uh, supportive um, of my journey with this because she thinks I'm good at it and she enjoys the content that I create. But I would never ask her, hey, I want to quit my job so I can focus on Twitch. Like, because I I just really think we both know that's not a viable option right now. Like, I'm not going to say that and cross my mind, but I, I still feel like it's disingenuous um, because I also know that... I I have already seen what our channel does when I have an abundance of time. Not much. Like, I can pour a lot of time into it, but one of two things is going to happen. Either that time is not going to be rewarded, or I'm going to get depressed because I have a fucking brain condition, and I'm not going to get enough work put out. So, 
here's I don't know if this will help you or or, or make it worse. I'm like, excited. Let's go. Let's <laughs> let's roll the dice, man. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I thoroughly enjoy the stories you try to put together for our shit. I, I really do. But I think I just some of your soak best that up for a while. I think Yeah. <laughs> well I think I think some of your best work is your easier to put out videos. Like You're... this newest one that's, that's in the works right now that you know not oh, it's hilarious. This week. I think that's I think it's fucking hilarious and it doesn't look like you've spent much time on it at all. Yeah, but the the tricky thing too is is uh I think that the reason the last one took off was because of the subtitles, and those are going to take a while. And I am going to put those on there. But I agree with you. I, I do think that they're a different type of funny. Like, it's a it's an apples and oranges thing. And with the highlights, I can afford to put very little time from beat to beat. And I think that oftentimes re- results in this sort of contagious laughter style video. Um, but thank you for that. I The goal for several months now has been to put out one narrative video and one highlight video. But what keeps happening is I keep taking on narrative video projects that take like two months to make. <laughs> so Yeah, and I, I know exactly what you mean, too, when you say, you know, well, look what happens when I do have all this time. I still don't get shit put out. Like... Okay, before quarantine hit, I was I was really starting to learn Japanese. And I've had what two and a half months of just downtime. You think I've looked at a fucking single word in Japanese? Yeah. No, because I was doing it at work in my downtime because my my job is brain dead. I'm you know, I'm not going to go into detail about what I do in IT, but like I have a lot of downtime at work and I was just sitting there learning Japanese in my downtime. And when I'm at home around my video games or you know, around on anything else i'm not gonna sit there and study like I, it's yeah. just not gonna happen yeah yeah i heard that and like also for me you know while we've been in quarantine my wife and i've been spending a lot more time together and that's been good because the only time we ever argue it's when she feels like we're not spending enough time together so when i have the opportunity to spend time with her i do and as a consequence of that my my days are just flying by because i'm having so much fun with candy that i'm just like shit i need to sit down and edit <laughs> So like, like I have really tried to get my shit back together and like kind of lock myself in this office, but then that runs into another problem of like, now I'm feeling claustrophobic. I feel like I'm at work. I feel like the thing that I love so much turns into work. And the fact of the matter is it is like, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I've had that argument with people whenever you're trying to work on something is that, well, this feels like work. Well, you know, sometimes it really is. <laughs> and so, um, you know, earlier Another friend of mine uh, messaged me and was just like, hey, I've got a lot of shit I need to do. Uh, do you have any advice on how to get stuff done when it just feels like you just can't do it? I was like, I actually do because I've dealt with this for a while. Procrastination is a side effect of anxiety. And a lot I know when I procrastinate, a lot of times it's because I get in my head while I'm working on it and I start hearing that you're not good enough. Nobody's going to like this. And I just put it away because I can't deal with those emotions. So if you're wanting to take a break because you became uncomfortable, you don't get to take a break. If you want to take a break because you're tired, yeah, take a break. Go eat something. Take a break. Go to bed. Do something. But if you want to take a break because you're becoming emotionally uncomfortable, you need to fucking fight that shit and put it in a box because there are people out there that love what you do. That's why you're fucking doing it, you know? So I've I've oftentimes had to fight that just so I can get stuff done. And that's why I was able to get a lot of Stardew shit done today. And Chase's comments, honestly, are going to fuel that because as I mentioned in this Stardew video, anytime Chase gives me the slightest compliment, it feels like Ron Swanson 
Johnson just told me I was adequate. <laughs> like, you know, Chase doesn't give out that kind of courtesy just willy nilly. So I, I know I can do this. Just walk in your room every now and then and say, are you winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I do have I have a lot of hope for the platforms, not YouTube per se. Uh, I am just going to keep sharing our videos and hoping for the best. But our videos are not viral content. That's why we went with the motto never going viral. There is nothing about our videos that's clickbaity or shareable in any way. It's just, oh, wow, I really enjoyed that. I don't know how the fuck I find, found it. Me neither. <laughs> like, <laughs> me, me neither, dude. I just need you to share it with people. <laughs> A lot of people. <laughs> and then, whereas Twitch, I have more hope for. Like, I... <sighs> when's Pornhub gonna do something? <laughs> like, we've I joked about it. every day. <laughs> we, we, fair. But we've joked about it for a while that they need to come out with their own, like, safe for work video platform. And I guess they're just not going to do it. But Dude, I, I straight up think they could just dominate the market. I, think they could, I, yeah. I, I really, really fucking do. Like, uh, I, I was going to bring this up a minute ago, but now this is like a perfect segue into it. I was going to talk about how um, I wanted Mixer to succeed. Like, I don't give a fuck about Microsoft. They've got more money than God. They, yeah. You know, they're they're good as is but i really wanted mixer to succeed and i was looking at a, a reddit post here a couple of weeks ago that i couldn't possibly find right now but it was a graph of showing um of all of the different platforms and their growth so far in like the last i don't know six months or a year or something like that and mixer was like dead last like facebook gaming is beating their ass right now mm. and that's that's crazy to me F -f fucking Facebook? Like, who's watching streams on Facebook, you know? And then, uh, I think Pornhub could come out just fucking swinging, because, I mean, all the young men are already hanging out there jerking off. Yeah. Like, why not fucking swing over there for some video games where, where hell, you could watch a topless woman streaming if you wanted to, and now they'd have to have some sort of, you know, thing in place so that kids couldn't It'd get there. Even though they'd be age-gated, but, you know, the, yeah. they're essentially already doing it like like Pornhub as is is becoming a platform where there actually is a lot of not safe for work gaming streaming going on like people are doing let's plays of porn games uh, people are doing like streams of games that appear normal but it'll just be a cam girl streaming and she'll be clothed like she'll yeah. be clothed well, in streaming <laughs> it's like what artemis just said in chat he said that's already twitch and like that's what i was talking about earlier where, where i was like they're jaded as fuck where like they don't give a fuck what these women do to break their their terms of service and it's like they straight up do <laughs> in case there's anybody listening to us that hasn't already canceled us yet based on comments like that we are not against freedom of sexuality we're against double standards like we're against people being like oh well fucking caleb hart can't rip his shirt off for fun anymore you know but this other chick can stream nearly naked and it's fine <laughs> yeah like i i do agree with this in that it would be nice to have a platform that has voluntary gating on it because like we we have that on um on our twitch channel where you have to hit the button that says hey this is this is not safe for work content which i'm completely fine with a lot of streamers are out there trying to make themselves as child friendly as possible so that they can be more um more i don't know 
ad friendly and algorithm friendly, which is part of why that I laughed my fucking dick off whenever they stopped monetizing videos for children. Like whenever YouTube was like, hey, if your video is for children, you can't put ads on it. Now, I know that that fucks a lot of families over that were have that like their whole fucking lifestyle was built around like toy review channels and shit. But it's funny, fucking funny because it turned the entire thing on its head. And now you don't have to just sit here and stop cussing because it's got to be child friendly, even though you weren't trying to be a child friendly channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm so and, happy. for. Yeah. And, and like Jesse said, you know, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, well, fucking women can't stream. That's unfair. <laughs> like, uh, that's not how I mean it. Like, I don't I only follow one female streamer. Actually, it's it's Laura plays video game music and she she just sits there and plays her piano and she's fucking brilliant i love her to death but like like the unfair part of this comes in but to both sides to be honest but more so for the women of twitch because twitch lets them get away with stuff like the shirt thing we were just talking about like caleb hart is a is a super buff guy who speed runs mega man or so he used to uh he's kind of gotten away from that but that's besides the point anyway he would stream without his shirt on all the time like just to show off like his muscles that he's fucking worked for and he has a youtube channel that has like workouts and shit on it so you could go watch it and be more like him like it, it was it was encouraging rather than just oh look at my sex appeal yeah it wasn't you know? gratuitous yeah it, it wasn't like just out there and then he got told he couldn't do that anymore yet go look at all these twitch thoughts that still stream with like the biggest titty window you can see and like where the game is the size of the of the of other people's like camera and they're they're the main focus like they know what they're doing and it's working for them but it's it's unfair because it, they're getting away with it. It's not unfair that they're hot because they are like, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, people are attractive. You gotta yeah. get over it. Yeah. But like they're using their attractiveness in a way that Twitch won't let other people. And it's just bullshit. Yeah. And ultimately this is kind of this weird catch 22 of, I don't think Twitch is being sexist against men. I don't think that they're specifically giving women more passes. I think it comes back to the whole, if they're already a larger channel, they are biased towards those larger channels that have a higher income. And the fact of the matter is, is that these really pretty girls are already the larger channels because yeah. they, they got large really quick. Like, I really don't actually think it's a, well, let's play softball with the women. I think it's, they're making us and them a lot of money and they have this weird attitude of we can't ban them for very long if they're relying on a lot of income. And I, yeah. I still don't agree with it, but I really think that's what we're... Well, what's what's even crazier, like Artemis is sitting here saying simps and chat, and I, I absolutely agree because the majority of, of those women that do that, their money's coming from their Patreon, their OnlyFans, and their fucking simps. Like, like, yeah, they're still getting paid through Twitch as well, but like, they clearly don't need it as bad as, as some of the other uh, big streamers that they try and claim, oh, well, you, you know, you couldn't make it without this income, blah, blah, whatever. Well, what's funny, though, is that there are some pa parallels there, because while we don't do, like, we don't do, we don't have a fucking OnlyFans, but we do have a Patreon. Like, there are interesting parallels between those communities, because what essentially they've done is they've went, well, you know, I could make a lot of money off of my nudes, and I need supplemental income. And so they're essentially milking the money of what a, uh, a mobile game developer would call a whale. Like, mobile games live off of whales. People with way more money than cents. So the game isn't designed for your average Joe. It's designed for whales. 
Likewise, we talked about this earlier, about how most of our financial support comes from the people who like us a lot, but also have a lot of disposable income. You know, like I almost guarantee that the people who have been our biggest financial supporters have really goddamn good jobs. I don't think that any of the people who have pledged tremendous amounts of money to us over the years have ever been anybody who has been struggling with money. And I'm thankful to know that because I don't want you to give us your money if you're going to struggle for it. But yeah, I honestly want to put if that's not already on our Twitch channel somewhere. We I do, do want to I do want to put that somewhere because I've talked about this in front of Jesse a million times. I don't know if I've told anyone else, but I watch a Pokemon speedrunner uh named Gunner Gunner Maniac and he one of his one of his fans in chat donated so much money to him. Like it was putting that dude in like um like peril. Like he he was he couldn't afford fucking food and stuff because he was giving all his money to Gunner. And Gunner found that out, and he was just like, "I'm I hate to do this, man, but I'm banning you from my channel." He's like, "If if you donate another dollar to me, I'm going to ban you because you can't keep doing this." Mm-hmm. And like, thank God we don't have anybody that bad about it, you know. Like, I never want anyone that bad about it. Yeah. Like, if, if you're if you're bad off, don't give us money. You need it yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I've got a job. I'll be fucking fine. Jesse's finally getting a job, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. after some fucking crazy. Yeah. He did it's refund been, the money, Artemis, actually. It's but, been a uh, it's been a weird year. But that's something else too, is that it's hard to be honest with your fans without it coming off like you're soliciting donation. Because like I complain about my life all the time, and when people will say stuff like, Yeah, I'm gonna keep my Patreon running this month, you need it more than I do. I hate hearing that because it's just like, y'all, the Patreon money doesn't go into my groceries. <laughs> like the Patreon <laughs> money goes back into bro op. Like we're trying to keep those things separate. Chase and I pay each other a little bit out to keep the fucking lights on. That's it. So, you know, I don't I I love you all that that support us financially. I love you all that support us with your time. But, you know, I don't ever mean to fucking pity you into that shit. That's not my intention. Yeah. And hell, I I even feel bad like asking for subs or or donations or anything like I don't I don't ever like flat out ask for it if we ever do we're clearly kidding when we do it yeah but like when someone subs or when someone donates or gives bits or anything part of me does feel bad because like like I watch Twitch way more than Jesse way more than anybody I know personally in real life I watch Twitch more than anyone and I have never subscribed to a single streamer and I probably never fucking will yeah. because I don't know. I just can't. Like, it's it's not the fact that... Chase is fascinating when it comes to the way he spends his money. For the longest time, neither of us would pay for an MMO because we we thought that was completely ridiculous. So, like, I I can see you being like, I can't bring myself to do this. Yeah, and and like like William likes to call me fickle. Like he he jokes about it with me all the time. But like I I've got a lot of savings. Like I like to consider myself good with money because I am. Like I'm I'm fairly fucking good with money. And like I I'm, I don't mean like investing in shit. Like I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. I'm just good at at making and then saving my own money. Now I will splurge every now and then. You know if I want something I'll fucking buy it. Like when the PS5 comes out, I'm probably gonna buy that day one depending on their launch lineup and that'll be six or seven hundred dollars you know like i'm gonna go get it as bottom line so like i do buy expensive things but i also am very good at being like i don't need that right now or, or i can find i can find a better deal on this and i get that from my dad my dad's all about a fucking deal like i just i grew up like that and that's that's how it is now and that's pretty much why i manage our bro up money because like and, and I, why I, I he pays let, himself 25 dollars to pay himself 25 dollars <laughs> pretty much yes <laughs> 
but no, no. <laughs> yes, but actually no. <laughs> yes, but actually no. I pay myself $25 to pay myself $25 and to also not let Jesse buy whatever he wants. <laughs> yes, that is, that is. Flashback to the time I offered to pay Chase $25 to roleplay with me in videos. It's like, that I, happened. I, I, it's like, please. That, yeah, that is actually true. Um, Speaking of which, this is completely unrelated, but uh, there is a series of videos that are very similar to the shit that I've been trying to do for years that I want to show you and I know you're not going to want to do it but I still want to be like see I'm not crazy I'm not fucking crazy have you t- heard people talking yet about um, Half-Life VR except the NPCs are gaining sentience or whatever it's called no actually all right so here's how this works essentially what it is is this guy is in VR and he's in Gmod VR and what they've done is they have put themselves into the campaign of Half-Life 1, okay, and there are there's a whole cast of other people who will assume control of the NPCs as he goes through, and they are voicing their characters and imitating the voice actors of the original characters, and they're in a separate call coordinating the things that they're going to do while the streamer is the active cameraman, essentially, like, reacting to what they say. So he's going through the game just reacting to how it's getting weirder and weirder and weirder as time goes on because they're essentially just doing improv fucking like uh, observational comedy the entire time like okay see that sounds that sounds fun like that that legitimately sounds fun whereas i find the gta uh role play shit cringy as hell and i would never ever ever do that with you <laughs> what's funny to me is that um the the nature of this role play makes it to where it's just really surreal comedy because the stupid shit that they fuck up on that doesn't make any canonical sense they just kind of roll with it like like i do wish some of the characters would stay dead in that series but they don't like i'll just be like no no and then the, he'll just turn around they'll be there and be like hi gordon <laughs> and it's really fucking funny like uh but yeah i i want to show it to you and i want to experiment with uh some stuff like that of course you know that's another problem of running a channel is that we have great ideas all the time of games we want to play and videos that we want to put out but we'd have to be streaming a hell of a lot more than we already are or at least recording a hell of a lot more than we already are to be making this stuff happen so yeah and very soon uh we may we may return to only saturdays yeah before long because you know jesse will be having his new job and he may not have time to stream on his normal day and i'm honestly just getting burnt the fuck out yeah like like my my, whatever i stream next will really determine whether i keep going on the on the weekdays because like it's just like i'll come home from work and i'm just like fuck it's wednesday well you know (laughs) what's funny is i could double that offer you gave me right back to you and say anytime you want to focus less on the twitch and more on the youtube i'll gladly accept your input on like videos and stuff like if you wanted to do more filming off stream so long as it resulted in a higher quality product i would be completely open yeah but we'll we'll see you know like like we 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 always have low streams and then high streams and just i don't know i i think it was neo what burnt me out because like i said at the beginning of that last stream i played the fuck out of neo off stream because i was trying to get the platinum trophy and i I put 100 hours into it and then i was so far behind in levels on my stream file 
that I just couldn't keep going because yeah. like it, it was getting to where every every enemy in that game was stronger than the boss of the last level I played, and like I was just like I don't I don't have the time or patience to grind this out since I've already grinded it out. Yeah. And Jesse knows me; I'm not one to bitch about grinding. I'll grind all day, yeah. but I had already done that grind, and I didn't want to do it again. Well, <laughs> so. And it's interesting to see you finally having that context because there for a oh, that knocks there for a long time. Um, I would say I'm thinking about stream in this and chase's argument would be well you don't have to stream every game that you play you should just play it for your enjoyment but the the di- difference there is that i'm still able to enjoy a game while i stream it maybe not the same way because i'm not able to focus on it and really soak up the story as easily but it's really a th- an a- a- an issue of time management because like Chase said, you know, you like you, you come home and you're just like, oh shit, I, I was streaming today. You know, you're not going to stream for a while and then really have the energy to go and play a different game, you know? So I feel like your burnout was more of a consequence of it being, like you said, a game that you were already fucking playing. Like, I think you'd be less burned out if you were saving your stream games for games that you were experiencing for the first time, maybe, or, or maybe like you haven't played them in a long time, but you're revisiting. Yeah. I, I could see that. Like with any other game, I would have been fine. But like even even Dark Souls, I think I'd have been fine. But Neo is so fundamentally different. Yeah. To where I was so far behind in level that it, it's it was just it was getting it was getting out of hand hard. Yeah, absolutely. Or not necessarily not necessarily hard, but time consuming. Because like I could still beat those missions. You know, people do it at level one. Like it's not impossible, but it was t- it was going to get to where I was beating maybe one mission per stream per like three or four hour stream and i knew i would be streaming neo for like the next six months if it kept going that way and i was just like i'm gonna just cut it here because i don't think anyone gives a fuck anyway (laughs) so fuck it Uh, we're just moving on to the next game something that i would be really open to doing um not that i'm trying to imitate game grumps i'm not i just think that our our channel would benefit from this format more and having more bounce back like commentary if we could find a way where i could live stream my game to you with zero latency zero quality issues while i'm also live streaming it to everybody else and you just provide commentary while i play like you you and i are just hanging out in the same room and then we trade that off vice versa i think those streams would probably be more popular because i i agree while i do think people love us individually they love us a hell of a lot more together yeah and i I totally agree because there's plenty of people that come to your streams that never show up to mine and vice versa and and I, i don't think so um uh, I used to think so, but I don't anymore. Um, and I think it's because you spend more time with the community, and that's fine. Like I know I don't, so like I can't, I can't possibly bitch about it. So like I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not even trying to. Okay. But, but like the three people that I can always count on to be in my chat is Artemis, Shakuras, and and Fair. And then everybody else is is a big ass maybe, <laughs> you yeah. know, like like it's just how it is. So like I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes though. But yeah, let me let me ask you something, because I've I've often wondered about this because I know whenever uh, we did our AMA stream uh, during um, Resident Evil 4 a long time ago, uh, you revealed something to the community that I don't think you had even revealed to me yet. And it was that if you hadn't gotten uh, made the progress in your job or your you know career or anything like that uh, within a certain amount of time that you were wanting to move. And I'm never going to judge you for that choice. You know, we've actually talked recently about how distance has never really put a damper on 
bro up, but I am willing to keep trying to do this thing for a long time. But do you think that you're ever going to be so burnt out that you don't want to attempt it anymore? You know, I've, I've had this conversation in my head multiple times of just like, when is this going to end? Like, like, I don't mean that as bad as it sounded. I know <laughs> you didn't, but I am also <laughs> laughing about it. Just like, yeah, no, I've just I, put Chase in hell, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it, it took me a minute. Well, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I miss when we just played video games. Oh, of course. But <laughs> like, I, I just miss when we just fucking played. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, we have had a lot more chances lately to just play video games. Like, I know we've done some Halo off streams just for fun, you know. And I, I do want to do more than that. But it's that's also a Catch-22 of oftentimes whenever we're playing games and we're not streaming or recording, somebody eventually says, God, why aren't we recording right now? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> something funny always fucking happens. Always. And that's the thing is, I think that that is a big lesson that I've had to learn, especially when it comes to keeping the, the family together, is that we have to designate time that we live in the moment where we're not allowed to put it in a bottle and save it for later. Like, we just have to appreciate that time in the moment. Yeah. And so, like, I still do want to do a lot of gaming that has nothing to do with bro op. You know, D&D kind of rides that line of i do eventually want to make a series out of it and that's why i've been recording but that's mostly just for us as a family you know and and you know likewise uh, i still want to sit down with you and just make sure that you and i can enjoy no man's sky together but i'm not gonna sit here and say that i'm not also invested in that for channel reasons. yeah so but yeah i mean I, i've i've thought about it several times just be like you know if we haven't made it by like the 10 year mark we might as well just say fuck this yeah <laughs> but like but at the same time i'm just like i don't know maybe we should just keep going you know like, and that's the know. thing like i've said this a couple of different times that you don't quit something that you've got so much experience in so i think the times that we get really burnt out we need to be able to sit down reassess and go what are we not doing that we need to try and yeah. then and then once we go we really have tried everything that's when we can just go okay we had a good run but yeah i know there are things we're not doing that we could try like i know that there's effort we're not giving to try it's just i also know for a fact and this something i've learned about you and i know you've learned about me is that i can't just fucking drop something on you and be like i want to do this because that's really intimidating it's just like all right man i get it but that's not my job <laughs> like i don't <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready to do that you know but i think those are conversations that we should have more often to try to see yeah. what else we can do i think that's something that you brought up recently with the podcast stuff so tune in next time where chase runs the podcast and does whatever the hell he wants and we try that out yeah, as long as uh, somebody don't ruin it for me. What, am I going to ruin it for you? Yeah. Did I ruin it for you this time? No. All right. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, What are some things that you would like for the channel? Because, like, I feel like you and I, like, honest to God, I ha mentally I've been like, dude, I'm really excited for tonight. We're basically just going to film a business meeting. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm honestly going to put Chase on the spot and ask him some questions because we don't actually talk about this kind of stuff as much as we used to. What, yeah, are, some things, really what are some things that you'd like to do? Um, I, I want to stream more often. I but do too, like, but how the fuck are we going to pull it off? Yeah, I know. Like, this, this burnout is starting to really get to me. Uh, especially when like, you know, and I don't, when I say no one, I, d I don't mean to like, like cut deep on my regulars. I appreciate my regulars. I'm glad they're always there, but I'm also always trying to grow my stream night. So yeah. like when it's just my normal four in chat, 
it, it's just like, man, where is everybody else? Like, cause, yeah. cause sometimes those people are just have me as background noise and that's totally fucking fine. I do that to plenty of other streamers, but like when chat is moving at, at nothing, like when they're not even talking to each other, I'm just like, it's like, it it's feels like, being, like no one's there. It's like being in a whirlpool. You're just spiraling yeah. the drain because you know that because there's no commentary to bounce off of, you're not being a good streamer. And since you're not being a good streamer, what few people are in chat are going to leave. Exactly. So, yeah. It's just like, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. So like, I want to figure out a way to be more entertaining and try to appeal to more people. I just don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that yet. Um, I, I know I've mentioned this before, and I I know that your attitude towards my anonymity has gone up and down and left and right. But I also have asked you in the past if you would be ready to do a face cam and you weren't sure. Where do you stand on that now? I would now. Like, I, I would like to lose a little more weight. Like, you know, here a while back, I lost like 35 pounds or some shit. And I've put a little bit more of that back on. But if I could get back down to um like the 195 range, the, like mm-hmm. the 190, I'm all, I only weigh like 215 right now. So like I could honestly do that and like under a month probably because it's mostly water weight yeah but um ideally i want to get back down to 180 which is what i weighed in high school but that's going to be fucking hard like that's going to take a lot of work so i don't know you know maybe soon maybe not i don't even own a camera so like i'd have to buy one yeah and that's fine you do at a company if you feel like to do it i think i think it would help you out personally because i think you have a big personality and i i really enjoy watching your streams when you stream to grow up but i also i know what it's like catching yourself in those silent moments and being like what do i do and personally me doing my space face cam more often kind of helped me with that a little bit but it also depends on my mood if i'm narcissistic i can play that up forever but if i'm depressed i'm just like damn i even look fat as a silhouette (laughs) (laughs) you know so yeah it really depends um well like like, it was like the other day and this is kind of off topic you can cut all this shit out if you want to i don't care it was like the other day when when all you guys were were at my house for getting uh william's thing and like colin just randomly started talking about my my beard and my mustache and i was Mm. just like because like i've only been growing it out because of quarantine i was just like fuck it i don't care who sees me at fucking walmart anymore i'm gonna grow it out and see how it finally looks and then, you know, Colin was just like, no, dude, it looks it looks great like that. That was the play. Like, you look great. And I was just like, really? Because I feel like it looks like shit because <laughs> like it, it's kind of patchy still. And I got to looking up basically a guide on beards <laughs> the other night. And it was just like, you need to do two months of, of straight up beard growing before you shape it. And I was like, OK, that makes a lot more sense. And I've never done this. So, like, I've got one more month to go around William's wedding will be the two month mark. And that's when I'm going to try to shape it and see whether I'm going to keep this for good or not. Well, I, I will say this, and, you know, I, I may put this in the podcast just so I can nail it down in stone. You're looking gorgeous lately, and you should feel that way. Because I know whenever I got fitter back when I did, that was a huge confidence boost for me. And goddamn has it gone down the drain for me. But I want it back for myself. And I, see that, I, go, go ahead. I, I like not bringing that up for myself ever. Like, I, I don't like, I like to never mention that I've been working out or I like to never like I didn't even want to bring up my facial hair when you guys were here when it comes up naturally is when you feel so fucking vindicated yeah right like you're just like holy shit people notice and I didn't have to mention it and like losing weight that's the best feeling in the world because like when I lost all that weight a while back you know people at my job were just like 
uh, have you lost weight? And I'd be like, yeah, a lot. And they're like, well, I can really fucking tell. And I was just like, hell, motherfucking yeah, roll tide. <laughs> like, like, that's the best feeling ever. Meanwhile, I had to get weighed for my uh, my drug test and shit for my new job. And when I saw the number, I damn near shit myself. Like, I was like, there's no way that's right. There's no way I've gotten that overweight. And I was yeah. like, depressed the whole way home. Yeah, see, that that's what prompted me to lose all that weight that time. Like, I had just come back from vacation with my parents where I had eat a fuck ton of food because they were paying for everything. We were going to good restaurants, whatever. And I came back and I stepped on the scale and it was like 235 or some shit. And I was like, fuck this. And like, I got, I got down to like 190 and that's, that's, that's a lot of weight lost. And I was just like, okay, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. And I kept it off for a long time, but now I've put about 10 or 15 back on. So I'm, I want to get rid of that. But like, I'm like you, when I seen that number, I was like, I can't, I can't look like this. Like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. What's funny, and it may just be because we have a height difference, but it also may just be because I'm worse off than you, but I would love to be down to 230 right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, And you are way taller than me. So, like, I mean, that does make a big difference. Okay. Well, that doesn't. Um, you know, speaking of other things, you know, the, the streaming more often, uh, I think if we shifted towards doing streams together, even when they were single player streams, it would help that burnout because I personally think that if there's a game that even a game that we're getting tired of, if we're or even a game that's fucking bad, if we're doing it together, we could make a good time out of it. Like, it's like William says all the time, like. He'll be like, yeah, I don't like that game, but anything's fun with friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and that's for example. Okay, so we got cleared for a uh, uh, a review key of a game that is currently under embargo, and it's a single player game. So I was like, well, shit, I didn't know I was going to get it under embargo. What am I going to do with this? So I'm thinking about playing it with Candy and just recording the both of us just reacting to the game so that I can have that ready whenever the embargo embargo comes up. But we don't do a whole lot of that. But we, maybe we should. You know, I still. Don't don't ever want us to just turn into game grumps, not because I have any problem with that format, but that's not our format, you know, but it's not to say that there isn't some benefit to having more than one person providing commentary on the player. Yeah. I mean, I've I've thought about what you've said before. Like some days, I'll just want to come home and be like, you know, I'm I want to play Neo tonight, but like it would really help if I just had somebody to talk to, just sitting in here with me in voice chat. Yeah. But then I'd be like, well, they they're not going to be able to see what I'm doing for like 15 more seconds at a yeah. time because of stream delay, and it's just not going to be worth it. So I just never asked anyone because I was like, no one's going to want to sit in here and do this. It would be great if we could get like remote play shit to work more consistently because then we could even pass the controller back and forth if we were having trouble um yeah. i know sometimes that doesn't work great but it'd still be worth giving a shot and shit if it didn't work great i could just continue to watch instead of even trying to participate you know that's that's something to consider um something else too that i'm considering doing is uh i recently changed the the sub goal and the day i changed the sub goal jim silver met it with gift subs and so i was like well fuck it i'm doing a giveaway <laughs> and i gave away one of our keys and our key document that we were never going to use i gave away astroneer so i was just like well maybe we can keep doing that like but the thing is is that don't get me wrong i want more emotes but subs aren't really our objective yeah artemis was the 50th sub yeah but subs aren't really our objectives we need more people in the the chat we need more people watching i am hesitant to say something like giveaway at 100 viewers because then those people are going to leave. Yeah, they're only going to show up for that. But it's something to consider. 
don't know. It's all the same shit. It's like what you talked about, about those people feeling like they had to do it, succeed, and I would love to dabble in it, but I don't want it to become us. Yeah. I, whenever we started, I was wanting to try a lot of that shit, and the rest of the people <laughs> in Bro-Op kind of kept me grounded, and it has resulted in a huge shift in my philosophy where I want to make sure that the tone of the channel forever stay, stays like you've just walked into a house with your friends, and they're just like, hey, come sit down. Like, I, I like that feeling. I miss my days of being unemployed and stuck in our hometown and just wasting time with friends. And I want people to feel like that when they've come into our chat. And I want people to feel like that when they're watching our videos. Um, but it's hard to maintain because, you know, you, you tune into that and you just see dudes sitting around dicking off and it's just like, well, what are these guys even doing? Because there's a difference between that really exciting content and the content that is truly and genuinely wholesome. And, and I feel like we are. I know we say naughty words, <laughs> but I really do think we're wholesome. <laughs> naughty. <laughs> so do you know what wholesome men were? <laughs> nah, do you do you know what hours you're going to be working yet, or do you have any idea? I do. Um, if I'm first, it's okay. So the new job's pharmacy tech. I can talk about that all day. It's not like the the old job with the FBI. But um, so the new job, depending on what shift I get, and they're going to start me on first shift, and first shift will be, I think seven to three which is very you know familiar i've worked jobs like that mm -hmm. um and if i work that then that honestly won't impact my working schedule at all except for the weekends that i have to work apparently i'll have to rotate in on weekends um and I, I have noticed that, and I think you've noticed it too, because you talked about it with your learning Japanese. I weirdly have more time to get projects done when I'm working than I do when I'm not, because working makes me more aware of how precious that time is, and I make yeah. use of it better. There's so, too many distractions at home. Way too, too fucking many, dude. And then whenever you, you can get tired from doing nothing. You can become exhausted from laying around, and so like, you don't get anything done. That's a big reason why i kept the exercise stream going because it's just like man if i don't get this blood pumping every now and then i'm either gonna heart have a heart attack or i'm gonna have a fucking panic attack like <laughs> like my neither my brain nor my fucking lungs or my heart are in good shape right now i okay. I, I i got another idea uh, okay I, I think something that could help us that might not last for very long because of the way the game plays and you're kind of far into it now that you finally beat volcana is uh I think we could have back-to-back co-op days and just keep playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> like, yeah. Just you play with me on Wednesday, and I'll play with you on Thursday. Yeah, we could do that. Because now that you're past that hellhole of a fight for you, uh, uh, you know we, we can help you if you want it. If you don't, that's fine. Just yeah. know that we will be incredibly you know, overpowered compared to you. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to go in and one-shot the boss. It's not like it's going to be an old WoW dungeon yeah. or nothing. You know, like we're not going to one-hit the boss or nothing, but like it won't feel like any kind of a challenge to you. Yeah, point. But I, I do like this concept of, of possibly having. It's just something else that, that becomes an issue is how much time I set aside for streaming versus like the other responsibilities that I have. Because, um, so we started out, I had the one stream day. And then that, when me and uh, Candy were first starting to live together, at first, even that one stream day was really aggressive to her. And it's just like, it's not really that bad. And then we got past it because we were living together. And then I added a second stream day, and that honestly wasn't a big deal. So I do a solo stream on Thursday, and then I also have the, the group stream on Saturday. But anytime I throw in a third stick into those gears in a week, typically there's an argument. 
So, yeah. <laughs> like, well, see, I don't, I don't understand that because I haven't lived with somebody in a while. You know, I used to be in your shoes. Yeah, but I, I seen it differently than you ever have. Yeah. Like, and maybe that's why it didn't last. Fuck if I know. That's a whole <laughs> other can of worms. <laughs> but next time, like, yeah. But you know, the way I seen it, I was just like, I live with this person. I see them all the fucking time. I think I can play some video games with my friends a couple of days a week. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, think. I didn't like feeling controlled like that. Yeah, I think the key to the whole thing that Candy and I figured out is time management because she seemed to only get at angry whenever she didn't know that I was going to be busy or she forgot that I was going to. Yeah. And and because she'd be like, oh, we're going to do this tonight. No, we're not. And so I really think that having, <laughs> no, we're not. having clear having clear date. But then it becomes uh, almost an argument if I ever have to shift things around. Yeah. Like, but, you know, but sometimes it's going to fucking happen. Like, that's all there is to it. And I've I've learned that if the worst that happens is candy size heavily, I need to count that as a win. <laughs> Like, I just need to, I need to count that as a win. But it doesn't mean it doesn't break my heart. It doesn't mean it doesn't make me feel like I'm being an asshole. But, you know, I'll do what I can to manage that time. Okay, so you had some good ideas. What are some things that I want to do? I want to be consistent with uploading, but that's going to mean I'm consistent with editing. And like you said, those those shorter, stupid videos are really funny. I need to convince myself that they are. Because a lot of times, I won't even bother trying to edit down footage that I have. Like, that, not necessarily footage footage, but like, you know, streams. We've got VODs for this now because I could go back from the archive stuff from the Patreon and get that um, and make short videos out of that. The problem is, is that I have a hard time convincing myself it's funny. And that's a stupid problem for us to have because that's a tale as old as time for us is thinking we're not funny when people clearly love us, you know? So I, I would love to be able to put two highlight videos a month and one um, one narrative video a month. But then that runs into the bigger problem of narrative videos are almost consistently taking two months to make. So that's, I've got to figure out a way to get around that. I've got to maybe month on, month off. Maybe one month I only put out one highlight video. The next month I put out a highlight video and a narrative. Or maybe one month I put out two highlight videos and one month I put out a narrative. But I've yeah. got to be able to build around that if that's going to be the, the the pace that I typically work at. This, this D&D radio show I'm working on that's technically done. It's just Will is doing is redoing some of the voice acting. Ian's going to redo some of the voice acting. It's almost entirely audio, but it took me two months. <laughs> like, yeah. holy See, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. It's fucking messy. I, one of these days, I want to actually sit down on time. Like, I want to get a program that times how long I spend program. Yeah. So, so I can really well, figure it out. Well, what sucks is, you know, I, I, I didn't watch that whole D&D video because it's quite long. But um, yeah, I did. Skim, minutes long. Yeah, I did skim through it and I, I paid, paid attention to the parts that I remembered and things like that. But um, <clears throat> like. Even though I know it took a lot of work, that video doesn't look like it took a lot of work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how I felt the entire time I made it. Yeah. Like that, it really sucked because it, it never to me reached a point where it looked really professional. And so I've been telling people who have been watching it, like Nick reached out to me to compliment me on it and to say it was good. And I've been telling people that have had nice things to say, I'm glad you liked it. The next one probably won't have any visuals at all. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like I think this one will have had visuals to get people in and to get people to understand, but the next ones won't. And I think Rhett was another person that told that I told that, and he was just like, I mean, I get it, because there's a part in the radio narrative that's coming out where the power goes out, and I literally just leave it black the entire time the power is out, and I have white letters pop up on the screen that say, it's a radio drama, use your imagination. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and Rhett's like, I mean, I get it, and they should too. 
And I was like, okay, cool. Like, maybe, maybe that'll cut it. And I'm also going to put that on Spotify because I feel like the more use we can get out of that, the better, considering we had to pay for a, a SoundCloud uh, subscription just to get that shit on there. So if people enjoy listening to the radio drama, they should be able to listen to it without having to do it on YouTube. But yeah, I want to do that. I eventually want a face cam because uh, while I love space face, sometimes I hate it. Um, but to be real, uh, I don't know when that'll be. So I'll see that. Like yeah, and I, I don't know when mine will be either. Um, I, I still really, really want to move my uh, computer room. Yeah. Which hopefully will be soon now that, you know, things are slightly getting back to normal. What are your goals for the channel? Because I was about to ask what's something you'd like to do for Twitch, but then I'm sitting here looking at this path to partner going, that's not even necessarily our goal, right? Because getting partnered, that wouldn't help as much as actually just getting the viewers we need to get partnered. Like, so the viewers are really the, the key here. So what are your goals for the channel and how do you think we need to go about doing it? That's... I don't know. That's kind of a hard question to answer. It, I mean, it really is. It, and it's, I don't know anything I could say that we haven't already, you know, said tonight. Like, mm. like obviously we want to get partnered. We want to have better content. Like I, I really like skill-based uh, streamers when I, when I watch people, that's, that's why I'm so into speed running. Like I, I would like to be known for being like, they're just like, Oh, I want to go watch that guy for modern warfare, or I want to go watch him for world of Warcraft arenas. You know, I, I think it'd be cool to find, to personally find my place in that. Yeah. Like, you know, whether it's wow or fucking competitive solitaire, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I'm not particularly good at any one game that, that would, that people would watch me over like an actual like esports player. Like, I mean, I'm pretty fucking good at Halo, but like, I, I don't think people would watch me stream Halo all the time, you know? I will disagree somewhat. I have, I have, uh, back when you used to do Halo, I think five streaming within SWAT, yeah. I had thoroughly enjoyed watching you play because after all those years of you giving me advice and me not really being able to follow it and me being like, what's wrong with me? Watching you play SWAT is one of the only times that I have enjoyed feeling inferior. <laughs> Because, like, it's just like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's just so good at this. It just snaps right to the head of that person like it's nothing. I, I do thoroughly enjoy watching you play Halo, and I think that's one of the do. Well, maybe Infinite will fix that. Like, may, may, maybe Infinite, I'll be like, all right, yeah, I could see me streaming this every other day, just playing some multiplayer. You know, who knows? If Especially if it's more like 5, but if it's, if it's more like this slight train wreck that Master Chief Collection has been, uh, probably not, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Something that I am very open to, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is, you know, I know that we're a little bit put off by this notion of trying to get people into the channel with giveaways and stuff like that. But what if we just imagined it as if it were a physical arcade? We wouldn't have a problem doing little promotions like that to get people into the arcade and people would yeah. be coming back. Like, maybe, maybe we do need to look at it like that. Like, we're just trying to get people in the door. Like, we and we thank them for being here and we tell them to come back, you know, and we don't do it a lot. But maybe we do it once in a blue moon. And that's a way in which the the big time financial supporters can finally get some return on their investment because we've got this money that we aren't sure what we can spend on right now. We could get game like, you know, if there's, for example, if there are, there's a sale on a certain game and we are able to get multiple game keys that day, we get them. But I don't, it really depends on what kind of site it is that's doing those sales because you don't typically get keys, right? Yeah. Something else I've been meaning to ask about, and I don't think that this is a necessity. Um, I have often wondered when, if we would ever do charity streams, but I knew that neither you nor I really want to do it because when you earn as little as we do it's literally just you trying to flex your charity nuts like, yeah it's it's not actually helping that but 
I had also considered the possibility of, of pitching that to you if there's ever a charity we both feel strongly about, you know. Uh, I know Streamlabs has made that a lot easier. You can now do charity stuff, like, directly through Streamlabs so that it doesn't even have to touch you. They just take a cut out of what you're donating and send it that way. Uh, that's, I know, uh, for me, I'm streaming completely naked from now on. Oh, I'm, I'm always naked. Mm-hmm. I'm never not naked. Why do you think I don't have a cam? Because you can't afford it. Because you can't f- f- afford clothes. How can you afford the cam? Exactly, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm always dick swinging. <laughs> it's, it's got like dead or alive beach volleyball physics man that's something i bet you can't stream is <laughs> <laughs> that fucking game man like Tune in next time as strict as twitch is <laughs> Oof. all right you ready to run firelands <laughs> hell yeah i'm always ready just give me about an hour to install the game oh it wouldn't take that long would it uh, probably not i don't know i can't run firelands though because i don't have subscription right now <laughs> oh no that attitude <laughs> sure um, but yeah, oh, something else I want to do. Uh, I check our uh, our key sites pretty frequently, but I want to check them more frequently. I want to be putting out a lot of content with these games that we can get for free if I can help it. Uh, the problem is, is a lot of time we get those keys and we wind up not having the time for it. You know, um, for example, do you do you plan on ever playing that um, that Dead Cells like game that we got the key for? I will eventually. I just don't care about it right now. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is that there are a lot of times that I'll get keys that I'll be like, yeah, it looks cool. But by the time I get the key, I don't give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just so like like that last Dead Cells stream I did was so shit that that's part of the reason I just don't fucking care about this other game. Like, I'll eventually play it, but, like, right now, man, I just don't want to. I get it. And again, that that actually comes back to the whole, like, your inner doubt kind of beating your own ass about shit. Like, that might have had nothing to do with what game it was. It might have been a bad night. But I also respect how you feel. Yeah. While we have gone on for about an hour and a half, there is so much we can talk about, like, when it comes to this shit. Well, we can always have a part two. Yeah. Okay, if we think of something, we'll do part two next month. But ultimately, uh, thank you so much for listening to a year of club f radio club left club and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen what if i just end the podcast on me not being able to say the name <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you're not gonna end on that you're gonna end on uh all right lars play us off <laughs>